Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's season six. <gasps> How has this happened, guys? Happy sixth birthday, everybody. Happy <laughs> sixth birthday, yes. They indeed. said it would never come. They said it was a terrible idea. And they were us. <laughs> and they continue to toe that party line, but here we are. You've made us cookies. That was nice. Yeah, they were um, stodgy, weren't they? They were quite stodgy, um, but very healthy, as well as healthy as a cookie can be. Mm, yeah, uh, sesame seeds, tahini. Mm. Um, you said they reminded you of, what was it, Jamie? Hot crumbly. Do you remember hot crumbly, the breakfast no, cereal? No, I've literally never heard of hot in crumbly. In the 90s. It was nuts and maybe some syrup in there and you added a little splash of milk and made it into a sort of porridge based thing but it was basically like baking a cake i I was gonna say sure it wasn't cake mixture yeah watch it be like muesli it kind of had a look of muesli but the way that you engaged with it engage yes exactly the way that you put it together was very much put it together who's ever described eating cereal like that uh oh wow i love how you've put that together you have to put some milk on some cornflakes oh my god here it is Kellogg's hot. Oh my god, it's oat hot crumbly, crumbly with a K. I can't take it. <laughs> hot oat crumbly. Original, deliciously warming oaty clusters. So yeah, it was kind of like James, deal with this. I, I don't, don't know. know what to say. Anyway, I'll, let's leave that to one side. Anyway, there were the delicious cookies. cookies. Were delicious. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And your transition to an old woman is complete. <laughs> um, is this the longest we've ever not been on air for? I mean, don't say on air, but you know what I mean. On air. <laughs> Is yeah, the yeah, I we've think ever so. Had? It's been a, it's been about a year and a half, hasn't it? Well, you know, stuff's happened, hasn't it? Well, it's quite, been... but quite a palate cleanser, right? Because after a while, you do need to just rid your system of Rocky. I had to listen back to the last episode to kind of remember what happened because I'd I'd gone like you. I'd got kind of Rocky amnesia. I'd kind of wiped it from my memory. The body's a very clever, responsive unit that wants to protect <laughs> you from such things. It's like giving birth, you forget all about it. <laughs> how, how have you been in the in the eighteen months since the proper series? What have you been? I mean, obviously, it's not much has been going on. What have you been? What have you been doing? Like, have you had hobbies? You you were doing a lot of art, weren't you? Doing my art, doing my running. You're becoming quite the artist these days. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I don't like to talk about it. Available now. If you go like to my Instagram, you can buy any of the original. <laughs> Are you selling them? I've just been giving them as gifts, actually, but maybe I should... Get an Etsy going on. Do you think include an invoice when I send them to friends and family? <laughs> <laughs> I have one in this kitchen. It's you over there. It's framed. Actually. Yeah. What do you draw? What are your, what are your inspirations? Uh, naked ladies and flowers, mainly. 
<laughs> okay. So half of Rocky's passion and half of my own. Where are you getting the naked ladies? Oh, just passers-by. Um, <laughs> whoever I can get to strip in front of my window. Um, on Zoom, actually. Sorry? <laughs> on, so they strip on Zoom? Yeah, on Zoom. But they're just in their houses stripping. They're not stripping. They're, all, they're naked. Stripping suggests they gradually de yes, but they Sorry. are nude. Because I did a... a, a um, what was it called? Um, an NVQ, is that? You've done... Oh, here we go. What? So, uh, Jamie, why do you wait until the start of the podcast to reveal all this weird... What have you done an NVQ in? What? Sorry. Well, this year you've no, done No, no, no. This is when I was a kid. When was... you were a kid, you did an NVQ! <laughs> <laughs> Just for the international listeners, it's basically a degree. Is it? No, I it's a baccalaureate when I was four. <laughs> doing life drawing. You did an NVQ in life drawing when you were a kid. What? It was in, I think it was in year 10 or 11, and we used to go to the next town along from my school. Um, it was kind of like a night class. I can't look at it. Um, and it was a night class? Why were you at school at night? Alistair's <laughs> <laughs> having a breakdown. It was an like an NVQ in life extra. When he was in year 10 so, or 11, so he was doing his GCSEs, but decided to opt into night school. It was one day a week. I did it with some friends. It was fun, but, but we, we had to do How old were the friends? <laughs> Well, the woman that we had to draw was called yes. Samantha, I remember, um, American. And what was great about it, First which is girlfriend. why I mentioned it, was, <laughs> was um, that you all were in a, in a circle around Samantha. So everyone's picture <laughs> had a different you perspective. Uh, but she was great. And she just used to strip off and then um, we would draw her. But my point being, so when what you do it on point? Zoom, everyone's got the same perspective of your model. So you're all in competition. Whereas the good thing when I did my MVQ was that... Um, You'd always go for the rear. Your art was never directly compared to each other's because you all had a slightly different viewpoint. That is the beauty of an MVQ, isn't what it? What a fucking roundabout way to tell us he has an MVQ in life drawing. This is where he tells us that you left school at nine uh, Yeah, honestly. Jamie, get it out of your system now before we start. We haven't even get- started reading the bloody book. I'm so sorry. I've derailed it twice with Hot Crumbly and an MVQ. I never thought, oh. I never thought, a hidden qualification that he didn't know. <laughs> like drawing. I mean, he's just full of surprises. I think it was by a salt museum, if I remember. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth. I've had quite enough of you. He's trolling us. If he... you're not reading the book, I don't want to see that mouth flapping, all right? Deal. Salt okay, museum. fine. That's it. When did I sign up to be part of a podcast that's basically Jamie's autobiography, where we get a new, <laughs> a new slice of his life every week? Why did he opt to... 15. 15 years old. You're interested in girls. You want to go out. You want to get drunk illegally. Well, you were, but okay. Jamie opts in for a night class. Uh, can I just say, it was one night a week. It was a school night. I mean, I don't, I don't disapprove of anybody bettering themselves, learning a new skill, apart from Jamie. And, I, and, I, and that, that is my only I caveat. I thought that you would be an ally in this, Alice. You also it's enjoy the lies. life drawing. It's the, it's lies, the lies I can't take. Well, it's not even lies, is it? It's just, it's more... How is it lying? Years of omission. Deceptions Deception. and withholding. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a web oh, a sin of, of omission, hiding. You feel. It's a, <laughs> it just never came up. Who are you? <laughs> you know why he's so good at all the voices, don't you? He's a spy. I think he is. I don't think he's our friend at all. <laughs> I've said that for years. Um, right, should we start reading? Okay, before we start, should I give us a quick roundup of uh, where we got to? Okay, I'm going to time you though. 30 seconds. Okay. Okay? Yeah, I'm up to the challenge. Okay, three, two, one, go. So Belinda and Bella were in Australia, hot on the tail of Giselle, who had turned against them. Um, but they got arrested by Giselle and Tony's long-lost brother, George, who were working for Bish. Um, and they were in the clink, but then they were broken out. Spooner came along, and Giselle actually ended up breaking them out. She she turned 
good again because her it turned out that her mum was ill and she was doing it all to raise money for her mum's illness and mm-hmm. uh, she didn't actually kill Slint Slint's killed himself so she's good again she's back in the Glee team in the meantime Bish was like Bleh! and um, and that's he, time I'm sorry what happened what happened next <laughs> he kidnapped Belinda in a hot air balloon James that's time they flew off into the Australian skies and they both had a tattoo that had BBB on it and he and uh, Bish said yes family and we're like what what does that mean can he hear you when I you mean, say it's time I mean honestly so over time to be fair a very, a very very energetic retelling and, and far more coherent than do you know what I loved when he was doing it see how his hands were <laughs> over his face like this tunnel vision literally beautiful you were going to you. your mind palace weren't you yeah thank you thank you well we don't all have an NVQ Jane <laughs> in storytelling in storytelling <laughs> Okay, well, are we ready to delve into book six then? Yes, yes, I think it's long overdue. What's the chapter title, please, Maestro? Okay, drum roll. Belinda Blink Six. (laughs) Chapter one. (laughs) Dust and scrub, scrub and dust. Is that like the hump and skunk? <laughs> a dust and scrub? I feel a song coming on. Okay, so, Belinda Blink 6, Chapter 1. Dust and scrub, scrub and dust. I'm actually more excited than I thought it would be. We're so lucky to have this in our lives. Aren't we? The over-emotional hooves of toffee apple chew hmm. <laughs> sporting her most solemn rosette she's got a rosette on wait could she be at the um, what are the championships called or do you think she's done an MVQ in life <laughs> life saving sporting her most solemn rosette not a thing pulled the coach containing <gasps> Laird Spooner of Gretna Green posthumous to his final resting place in Westminster Abbey Okay, I have to be honest. I thought we'd pick up exactly where we left off. It sounds like this is... What's a funeral? Yeah, a week, two weeks, three weeks later. And also the Toffee Apple Chew, who we've never really known the job of, um, but is a kind of rescue horse, like Skippy the Bush Kangaroo, and also... Does funerals. Kind of, in does it. funerals. Bar mitzvahs, funerals, weddings. A very busy horse. So is, is Spooner having like a state funeral? He's well, at Westminster Abbey, Westminster Abbey, yeah. <laughs> And a laird. That's like a, a Scottish lord. Yeah. Just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Final resting place will be Westminster Abbey. Is he a king? Isn't that where the kings where are? Where will he go? Well, there are tombs, but it's for kings, isn't tombs? it? Tombs? He's not getting a tomb. Spooner! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right, because... It can't the be his final resting place. Yeah, okay. I can't believe he's having... He does not deserve a state funeral. Who are you to say? He's rubbish at his job. Wow. Wow. He died, James. Oh, God. James, you have to you have to read the mood of the nation for these things. What you th- you think that it was like Diana, like there was public pressure? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, give Spooner the state funeral he deserves. <laughs> yeah, because if anything, he's undercovering a lot of his work. So how would anybody? Well, surely this is a kind of breach of some kind of secret. <laughs> it's revealing him to be the spy yeah. he always was. Um, so he's being dragged um, or pulled uh, to his final resting place in, in Westminster Abbey. In his honour, the damp London streets were filled with heartbroken citizens. No. All playing Mozart's Requiem on their spoons. Oh, spoons for spoons. Spoons for spoons. I have a question. I'm I'm sorry too, obviously RIP. But uh, it doesn't feel quite as I imagined. Do you mind if I just get some spoons? Please do. Right, so I've got the spoons. Yeah. 
Right, here we go. Got some. So Mozart's Requiem. Do you, do you know that by heart? Can you give me like a vague blast? Well, it's a hard one to kind of emulate because it's very, it's very core. It's very like. It's quite frantic. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Doesn't quite have the same dramatic. It'd make me cry. <laughs> but that, but it's thousands of people doing thousands. that. Thousands. That's a racket. Isn't the streets it? were covered. It's not a spoon solo. You can't really recreate strings with two <laughs> bits of metal. It's almost why we use more sophisticated instruments than spoons for orchestras. What a nice little motif, though. Lovely motif. So they're all crying. The much honoured. James Spooner, laird of Gretna Green's state funeral, was a small reward for a man who had given up so much to public life and the royals personally. As the horns burped and the trumpets trumped, Bella Ridley blew every emotion out of her nose. <laughs> Be- Bella shouldn't be there either. Like I know. <laughs> at a state funeral, Bella Ridley. Give me a break. There's limited seating. Well, people are lining the streets, guys. I mean, the public are there. Anybody could turn up. Heads of state, you know, presidents, prime ministers, and Bella. Uh, oh, <laughs> she was the first of the mourners following the cortege as it entered the abbey. The first. The Why? First. She's not his wife. Well... True to the much-honoured James Spooner, Laird of Gretna Green... We're just going to call him this the whole time. True to the much-honoured James Spooner, Laird of Gretna Green's wishes, mourners followed in mourners. the... Mourners? Mourners. <laughs> it's all bloody mourners. Mourners followed in the order he had last ravaged them. <laughs> oh, now you've explained it. Yeah, fair enough. No, that, that is following protocol. Is that yeah. in the will? <laughs> Which caused much confusion and bitterness between his many ex-wives. Also, how do you define ravage? I mean, like, you know, is it, right. a, is it a stroke on the arm or is it like full-on sex? And like, how are you comparing notes? Are you in a WhatsApp group and you're like, well, I remember we last had sex on this date and then somebody <laughs> yeah. one-upmanships it? I don't know. Um, but it caused much confusion and bitterness between his many ex-wives. He'd sworn to Charlene Spooner that he'd only fingered Beryl Spooner after their divorce was signed in his own blood. How many... Oh God. The many, many lives and wives of Spooner. <laughs> A drawer full of spooners. I swear to you, I only fingered her. Can you imagine that conversation? <laughs> I only fingered her after the divorce was signed. Why is he only fingering women he's divorced? I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> but the sheer number of conquests was playing havoc with the stuffy commentators of BB3 News. BB3? Belinda Blink 3. Of Belinda Blink 3 News. Does he mean BBC? BB3 3? News. Well, he, BB3. Can't, he can't say BBC, can he? Oh, sorry, he said BBC. He can't say BBC. <laughs> that would be illegal. Good Lord. Oh, so this has got news coverage. This has got live news coverage. So this is well. on BBC Three, which is like a youth channel. BB Three News is covering the home it live. of Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> is and do- two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. Is doing the coverage. Okay, well, I guess whoever got the rights. Um, so they're playing have it with the stuffy commentators of BB Three News. Leading the cortege is Miss Bella Ridley. The newly appointed international sales director of <gasps> functional lifestyle brand Steel Spots and Pens. Bella's got Belinda's job. Oh my god. Oh my god. I couldn't oh. even hear her new title because why is it being delivered like it's the Olympics? Why is it like now taking to the floor <laughs> to do her routine as young upstart Bella Ridley? So presumably, sorry, just filling in the gaps, Belinda's long gone. Mm. So like they're not gonna try and save her, they just replace her and get on with their yeah, life. So Bella's now Belinda. Yeah, schools. where's Cox when you need them? Yeah. So better the newly appointed international sales director of functional lifestyle brand Steel Sports and Pins. I do love their ramekins, Jocasta. And is that the Russian minister for propaganda? For what? Pro- Pro- propaganda. <laughs> propaganda. The propaganda. The one they call the 
Gori Goriakchiak Zintinsa of global politics. The very same. Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? The one that they call Nope. The one that they call the Goriachaya Zadisa of global politics. What are you saying? Can I Go- see it? Um, yeah. Goriachaya. You can just Google this on, on Translate. So Russian. Oh, must I? Oh, it's not a name. No, so they call this person the Goriachaya Zadinstaza of global politics. I mean, how that could be pronounced wrong when Jamie says it, I just don't know. <laughs> so G-O-R-Y-A-C-H-A-Y-A. <laughs> Come on. Slower. G-O-R-Y-A-C-H-A-Y-A. New word. Hot. Z. (laughs) Already excited. (laughs) Next word. Z-A-D-N-I-T-S-A. Hot ass. (laughs) The one they call the hot ass of global politics. Well, that was worth it, wasn't it? Jesus. So the one they call the Goria Triads and Zadidsta. Just say hot ass. Just hot ass. The one they call the hot ass of global politics? It can't be. My, he did get around. He absolutely did. For there's the Grand High Prince of Liechtenstein just behind that milkmaid. Oh my God, how long is this list going to be? I can't do a full register of people that attend this bloody funeral. <laughs> there's a milkmaid there. It's a who's who. A milkmaid? <laughs> what is this? From the Grand High Prince of Liechtenstein to a milkmaid. He did get around, didn't he? Let's be honest. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> really, really lost. I'm really sorry. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Tears flowed as Her Majesty Queen Lizzie II... Oh, de- shut up! ...delivered the eulogy to her favourite wee laddie. The Queen did the l- eulogy. So wait, are we really missing something? I doubt it. Spoiler. But are we underestimating his influence somehow? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really don't think so. I think Rocky's just been like, if you're going to do a funeral... Go big or go Oh my God, go huge. From outside the biggest church, Toffee Apple Chew wailed a mournful... You don't really know if it's mournful or celebratory, do you? It's just just a horse. (laughs) She's wearing her solemn rosette. Which I'm assuming is like a big black rosette. (laughs) And a little veil over her eyes. (laughs) Oh, lovely. Very tasteful. Bit of lace. She'd always loved being ridden by James Spooner, and the thought of each of his buttock buddies never again slapping her muscular back made her weep out her impossibly long eyelashes. Why are we personifying Toffee Appletree quite so much? (laughs) I don't approve of that one bit. And it was a sentiment shared by Bella in particular. Bella's sharing a sentiment with Toffee (laughs) Appletree. With with (laughs) oars. To be fair, they're on a level. And that was, <laughs> and it was a sentiment shared by Bella in particular. For her, this was a double mourning. Stop saying mourning. Why are you saying mourning? What are you saying like soul mourning? What do you say? We say what people say. Mourning. What do you say? It's got you in it. It's mourning. Okay. For her, this was a double mourning. Why does it pain him to just? God, he's so annoying. For her, this was a double mourning. Stop it! I'm going to freak out. smack you, COVID or no, I'm coming over there. I am going to freak. For her, this was a double mourning. Her boss and playmate. Okay, I've never ever lost it and turned the table over, but I will. He's He's provoking us. I know he is. Her boss and playmate, Belinda Blumenthal, was missing, presumed dead. Well, they've chosen to presume her dead. I was going to say, they very much saw her flying into the sky. They know she was fine. 
the deputy CEO of Bish Hair Salon was unable to help the Australian authorities as to her whereabouts, and the matter had quickly been forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> do you know where she is? No. Oh, okay, case closed. <laughs> Nothing else we can do. Just another unlucky tourist lost in the bush, <laughs> oh, full on. of dust and scrub. Dust and scrub, scrub and dust. dust. You would think it would be quite an interesting investigation if somebody escaped in a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah. It's like, quite, it's like <laughs> yeah, immediate it's frenzy, sexy, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. yeah, in all my years, we've never had something <laughs> like this. I, I wouldn't look into it. And they're like, I've forgotten. Half a world away, it had been well over two days as the balloon flew on and on and on and on over the dried out landscape of scrub and dust. Okay, right. <clears throat> so much to talk about. Um, <laughs> so what Rocky's implying is, if this is like parallel with what's happening at the funeral, they've got Spooner's body and organised the state funeral all in two days. In two in 48 days. hours. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've done that, that. That takes that long to fly to England from Australia. Well, not much. quite two days. Yeah, it leaves them a little bit of time. It's very efficient, James. Yeah. Maybe they got that direct flight from Perth. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> only 18 hours, so then you've got ages left. True. Uh, Jamie, I haven't finished. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, they've been in the air for two days in this hot air balloon. Uh-huh. Is that what we're led to believe here? Yeah. Led to believe. Okay, interesting. They've had enough fuel to be in the air for two days, <laughs> and they're now flying over the outback, I assume. Scrub, Scrub and dust. dust. Scrub and yeah. dust. I imagine they have food in that balloon that's desperately inappropriate to survive it's going to be like cold cuts or like oysters or something well, it's yeah. funny do you not remember it's bavarian oh meat, yes oh yes we do know and bread yeah oh, oh that, that does keep though for two days oh well, yeah, yeah. It keeps, but... what meats well bread and under cheese. under a flame <laughs> also how many people are in the high balloon bish george and belinda mm-hmm. so they got Three. Got a, two days, three people. How are they doing their ablutions? Oh, oh God. Yeah. Over the side. <laughs> That's quite dangerous, isn't it? Can you imagine Bish hanging over the oh, side trying to his, do a wig? His rancid innards. Oh, my God. His gentleman's wolf knocks everybody out. What's, God knows what else comes out of it. At least there's a lot of airflow in a That's hot true. air balloon. Yeah, but there's also flames. It could like set the whole thing on fire. <laughs> Belinda was so scared, her asshole was munching through her nicks. <laughs> oh, God. At a, at... Oh, he's just skimming over that. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. It's rancid. So her bum was eating her knickers. Yeah. Chewing her knicks. Um, She was so scared that her asshole was munching through her knicks at a similar rate of knots about 69. (laughs) Belinda Blumenthal peeled back an eyelid just a millimetre. Through the crack in her eye, she saw the crack of an ass. George Sylvester, the evil brother in this tale, was bent. <laughs> what, a, what a strange change in tone. Was bent, <laughs> was bent over, rummaging for something secret and no doubt naughty. She must have taken them, Bish. That special bitch. She'll see the inside of me knife. The inside of your knife? <laughs> Menacing and then confusing. I'm so scared. No, I'm not. The sharpest bit of a knife is the inside of the knife. You fool! No, better than that, use a ninny hammer. What? Um, you fool. No, better than that, you is a ninny hammer. A ninny hammer, okay. Bish was throthing at the jaws, and Belinda could smell everything he'd ever eaten through his teeth. This is what I'm saying. That's just what's coming from his mouth. (laughs) Think how big the basket of a balloon is. Like, it's, it's tinier than this table, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So and This is a very large table. It's um, at least two metres. Two metres by two metres by two metres, you might say. Um, so any one time when he's bending over, for example, mm. when, when George is rummaging, mm. I mean, 
that's right in her face. It's a bum in your face, yeah. isn't it? There's yeah. No, there's no gap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she could smell everything he'd ever eaten through his teeth. Everything he'd ever eaten. Not even just the Bavarian meats and cheeses. As a kid. He could, she could smell the hot crumbly. <laughs> In fact, the pair had been non-stop stuffing their lips with specially imported East German original cheese bars. Cheese bars. Cheese bars. Beer, etc, etc, etc. Etc, etc, can't be bothered to think. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my place to fill in the gaps, except it is. That food group tended to make Belinda burp, or even worse, fart. Why so, are we doing so much about bodily <laughs> just processes? It's supposed to be sexy, and we're just talking about people's IBS. Burping and farting. Alice, you just miss him say same. Same. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, gassy when, when, when drinking beer. And cheese bars. I hope everyone's <laughs> enjoying their Belinda beers, actually, as a matter of fact. Remember? Wow, seamless. Um, so that food group tended to make Belinda burp, or even worse, fart. So she decided to go hungry rather than embarrass herself in front of her two worst enemies. Well, I mean, th- that's no way to live, is it? Like, it's all it's all human. I mean, we all burp, we all fart. Some, you know, I sometimes fart. And and you can... <laughs> sometimes! <laughs> yeah, sure. It's I been known. The amount we've had to cover in the edit. <laughs> so I don't, think you should, I don't think you should be embarrassed, even in front of your mortal enemies. <laughs> so I know how she feels, actually. You are a gassy lady, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it public, but you, you said it first. Wow. Okay, I don't, I don't think that's completely fair. I actually think that's defamatory. But um, <laughs> if you put together a montage of all those audio clips you have, people can come to their own conclusions. On the third day, Bish started to fall ill. George, you asshole. Vomit underbarf. You <laughs> vomit underbarf. Vomit underbarf. I said vomit underbarf. Vomit underbarf. Yeah. I thought that was like a German colleague. <laughs> vomit Chunderbath, come here. Herr Vomit Chunderbath. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm James Vomit Chunderbath. <laughs> oh, you, you know Mrs. Marshall Kavosta Klotz. <laughs> like, I'm Herr Vomit Chunderbath. <laughs> Our family's holiday together is <laughs> Vomit underbar. I don't understand in the context. So it goes, George, you asshole. And then in brackets it says, vomit underbar. So he vomit underbarfed. Yes. So it goes, George, you asshole, vomit underbar. You have spew sick wretch. <laughs> so he's like, George, you. Oh, God. George, you asshole. Vomit underbarf. You have spew sick wretch. Poisoned me. Belched oh. Bish as he emptied his guts over the side for the umpteenth time. <laughs> the idea of being in that basket is... The idea of being in the garden below when that vomit underbarf yeah. comes down. <laughs> you're in a sun lounger in your garden and then you're like, oh, I think it's raining. Oh, oh, oh my oh. God, it's vomit underbarf. It's spew sick wretch. I wasn't supposed to vomit underbarf today. So... He's oh, belching. Trapped in that basket is just hell. <laughs> I will have your ass for this atrocity on my belly tubes. Crank. <laughs> belly tubes. Mm. It's so visceral. <laughs> so stupid. Um, and it ends with crank, which I assume is another word for being sick. A crank is ill in German, yeah. Oh, ich, ich bin crank. I am ill. Oh, thank okay. God I got James with us. Don't blame me, Herr Wolfgang. Try that nasty piece of a pot seller over. <gasps> Or should I say, 
MI6 British intelligence stooge. Wait. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> that actually made me nearly vomit. You don't. How did you do that noise? It's just club theatre. You don't think leaving cheese and ham out in the sun under that <laughs> hot, hot fire is going to do something, do you? That couldn't have possibly have turned bad, could it? <laughs> I've got food poisoning with all the food in the basket. Or a diet of cheese, non-stop for three days. Mm, no water, just beer. <laughs> They've got scurvy. Um, or should I say MI6, British intelligence. Oh, stop doing that. Why is he doing it so realistically? I bet you she's behind this somehow. As he was almightily sick, Belinda smiled. <gasps> Belinda's poisoned them. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. So your internal highlight wheel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash mydad. Back at Steel's HQ, oh, for God's sake. Bella was out of her depth with her new duties. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Whenever things got tough, she looked at a post-it note on her word processor unit. It simply said... Switch me on. (laughs) Live, laugh, love. It's just an arrow to the power button. It simply said WWBD. (laughs) (laughs) www.google.com. www.steelspotsandpans.co.uk That's where to start. Just go on the website. So it simply said WWBD. Who would Belinda do? Oh, who? I thought it would be what would Belinda A client? It's clever. A manufacturer? An intern? Whoever it took. But that's kind of a good motto, really, because that did do Belinda quite proud. Bella is not qualified for this job no. whatsoever. Just then, Des Martin knocked on her brushed antique brass knob. It had beautiful gold threading around the bulb bit, and it was stunning to touch and see. Tell us more about the door handle. Yeah, why has that had two <laughs> sentences? Rumours had long circulated that it had been recovered from the Mary Rose. But who knew for real? The Mary Rose? That's the, a Tudor warship. That, the um... home of the sauce. The prawn sauce. <laughs> yeah, the Mary Rose is the sauce, yeah. But the Mary Rose is definitely a sh- 
Google Mary Rose. You're absolutely right. A warship of the English Tudor Navy of King Henry VIII. Uh, she served for 33 years oh. in several wars against France, Scotland and Brittany. I feel like that's probably the most mm. expensive item in the whole office. I mean, it would be priceless probably. You would imagine it's... it would be in a museum, yeah. yeah. It's but... worth more than the whole company. <laughs> and has she, sorry, I mean, why are we dwelling this long? But has she had that fitted since she's become sales director? Oh, do you think? She bought it with her from her office. <laughs> I don't think she had an office, did she? <laughs> she bought that knob with her from reception. <laughs> Dropping a muffin mould prototype, Bella bent down. Her miniskirt rolled right up her thighs so Des could see her undergarments clear as sticky back plastic. I can see next week's washing. His eyebrows pranced. It's quite quite funny though. Next week's as well. Because she's wearing them today so they're going to get washed next week. Yeah, I guess. Is that how people do it? (laughs) This chapter's disgusting. (laughs) Enter my favourite RSM. Bella's upside down head said. Now that, 18 months isn't long enough. For a break from that. <laughs> what? Bella's upside down head. Well, because she's like bent she's over. Bent. She's like upside down. <laughs> through her legs. <laughs> and is her underwear clear? Um, what was sticky No, back he plastic? could just see her undergarments as clear as sticky back plastic. Right. Oh, unless they are cellophane knickers. I don't know. Be weird, but <laughs> would be strange. I, I, I wouldn't put it past this book. <laughs> Enter my favourite RSN. Bella's upside down head said. Not so fast, he smiled. I'm not. Bella replied. What? But Des continued. <laughs> what? So hang on. Enter my favourite RSN. Not so fast. I'm not. What? <laughs> He's confused himself, Rocky's He's confused himself. But Des continued. Basically, you know Sir James has stepped back from the business and handed over the chairmanship to Tony Sylvester? Exposition. All happened in two days. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Losing the trioxy Brillo blueprints and the death of their inventor, Professor Slintz, has been very sad for him. Bella recapped. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Des continued, he's still to be involved as a major shareholder, of course, but his new mission in life is to track down the killer of his first wife, Arabelle. That and the people responsible for Belinda Blumenthal's disappearance, and God help them if he ever found the two crimes are connected to the same person. So Sir James has left the the chairmanship of Steel's Pots and Pans has become like some private Vigilante? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Batman. Um, (laughs) Oh my God, he is Batman. He's a very elderly Batman. A wealthy man in a castle. So Arabelle, we know, died in suspicious circumstances. She was with a parachute, if I recall. Yes. Yeah, but that was never in the book. That was in like a random bit of extra stuff he wrote. Oh, right. So wait, he's referring back to something that he didn't even include in the book? I think that was a rocky question we asked him once. So we, as a reader, would be the first time learning that his wife had died. Right. (laughs) How helpful. Okay, great. Okay, so we'll just forget we know that. Um, Fantastic. So, yeah, he's gone off to fight crime. Mm -hmm. Tony's bumped up. Bella's bumped up. And the RSMs mm. have just stayed they where probably they are. Stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. They are stagnant. He's a man on a mission. So? Bella responded. So? Tony's now chairman, which means I'm the new MD of Steel's Pots and Pens. What? You what? Jess Martin. Wow. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> All together now. <laughs> <laughs> Bella screamed and immediately pulled down a French bloomers. French bloomer, aren't they like big kind of bloomy shorts? <laughs> yeah, they're like a regency period, like. Yes, aren't they? They're sort of gathered. Yeah, they're like a kind of like 
frilly, old school, I've just volu- <laughs> voluminous pedal pusher. <laughs> fucking massive. Why has she gone from a thong to a, like a massive French bloomer? And when she was bent over, I was worried that she'd be revealing all, but she's not revealing a goddamn thing, is <laughs> well, she? Well, exactly. I mean, it'll take a week to wash them, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Through the old mangle. So, wow. As she pulled down her French bloomers. Good for you. Now give me a fat cock. Oh. Bella climbed up onto the new wooden desk with carved mermaid legs. She's done a right overhaul of this office. <laughs> She's so maritime. Like, yeah, why is it so naval? <laughs> um, rolling onto her backbone, she pulled her legs behind her ear lo- lo- lobes. Yeah, lobes. <laughs> that's right. Uh, she proffered Des her open vagina like the dessert trolley to Toby Carvery. So we'll say Toby Carvery, <laughs> but we won't say BBC. For those who, do, who don't know, a Toby Carvery is like, um, it's basically like a buffet, isn't it? And all it's you like can where eat, you Jobby. can get like a full Sunday roast. Well, you could pre-pandemic. Will that come back? Who knows? Oh, that's true. That's mm. true. One of the great losses. <laughs> Have you ever been? I actually haven't. That was really harsh. I actually haven't been. No, no. Good Yorkshire puddings. Oh, okay. Good Yorkshire puddings. And people always rave that you can have all of the meats. I mean, I don't eat meat, but like all of the meats. It's Which... basically a, a, a British flunch, really. It, it's very much so. Yeah, yeah, it's a flunch. It's yeah. A flunch. yeah. They probably had to change the name for legal reasons. So <laughs> she's... So she opened her vagina like the dessert trolley at a Toby Carvery. Is there a trolley, a dessert trolley? Yeah, there is a trolley. Uh, I can't remember if it's a cabinet or a trolley. <laughs> Does it remind you the... of vagina? Or... <laughs> no, I was going to say, it doesn't really have the opening mechanism of a vagina. <laughs> or anything reminiscent. Please see the first five books. And boy, was she going to have all the meat she could eat. Well, there you go, you That's see, because you can have the pork, the chicken, the beef, you can have it all. Yeah, so, but we were talking about the dessert trolley, so what, yeah, what, what meaty <laughs> desserts is she eating? Mincy trifle. Know, is it very medieval? I don't know. Oh yeah, because they, they did combine, didn't mm. they? Oh, it could. I suppose it could be like a Keston Blumenthal meat fruit. Yes. No relation, of course. Des Martin took his blood-filled joint in both hands. His blood-filled joint? joint. What? It's been oh. jointed. Crikey. <laughs> Des Martin took his blood-filled joint in both hands, well, one hand and two fingers, and guided... That's, ve- that's weirdly, incredibly explicit. Yeah. One hand and two fingers. The two fingers really, like, it re- that really like, brings it to life, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So to speak. His blood-filled joint in both hands, well, one hand and two fingers, and guided himself into Bella's very own muffin mould with ease and triumph. So wait, he's shagging the muffin mould? She was so warm and slippery, Des was reminded of a creme brulee that had been left to cool for three to five minutes. Don't ever let Des near the dessert trolley. (laughs) Seriously, what's he putting where? Oh my God, can you imagine him cracking through that sugary top? (laughs) As his flappy foreskin rolled up and down his sensitive glands, his liquid affection was trickling loose. Oh, my God. Liquid affection is incredible. (laughs) I'm covered in your liquid affection. (gasps) Can I say it's odd that this is the most reassuring bit of the chapter so far? It feels like we're on very kind of... Familiar Familiar ground. Anchored to something. Having sex, back at Steel's Pots and Pans. It's nice. Nice to be home. (laughs) And I say that... Knowing how damaged you are. (laughs) (laughs) He left her pleasure dome... And named his super soaker over Bella's belly. There's some um, some kind of childhood references in here that's quite upsetting. I mean, I used to love a little super soaker. A super fight. soaker, yeah. How's mm. he know what a super soaker is? The essence of MD flowed all over her like runny cement. Bloody essence hell. of MD. So there's no essence of RSM left in him. It's no, gone it's straight he, to MD. He's fully MD <laughs> now. Somehow. Do you know what's a real 
kick in the old balls is um, that Des got it over any of the RSMs. I think I would have given it to Paddy. Paddy, yeah. yeah. I was going to say. Like, no, Paddy's no- too much fun. He wouldn't take it seriously. I think Ken Dewsbury. No. Stoic. Ken Dewsbury. You know, gets on with the job, you know, good salt of the earth. It's quite old school Ken Dewsbury, though, isn't he? That's true. If this, is, if this is the future of steels, do you want some... I mean, I don't even know if Paddy's young blood or not. I just, I like, I just like the cut of his jib. Bella squealed in delight. The new job had just got unbelievably better. Well, she could do that before, couldn't she? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> literally nothing has changed. As the hot air balloon sailed... Oh, my God. <laughs> Exhausted. <laughs> calls from pillar to post. I feel like I've been on the hot air balloon for two days. <laughs> As the hot air balloon sailed to the whims of wind... That's quite good. How long has this hot air balloon been in the air? So easily pleased these days. (laughs) As the hot air balloon sailed to the whims of wind, Belinda felt like Richard Branson, but she was no virgin. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Richard Branson was a virgin. That's not why he called his company Virgin. (laughs) Is it not? Because he was a virgin. I don't know. He's like 60. (laughs) Yeah, but he wasn't when he set it up, was he? No, that can't be why. Yeah, he wouldn't be like, what should I call my company? Well, I'm a virgin. What am I? A virgin, I suppose. (laughs) It's very bold to put it out there. Because he did did love a hot air balloon, didn't he, in the 90s? Well, he's done everything, hasn't he? He was always up in one. Let's have a look. Has he ever ventured into pots and pans? Is that one area he's never done? Good question, I don't know. Did the Virgin Megastore have pots and pans? Virgin Megastore? I forgot about the Virgin Megastore. I mean... I've said, was I've written, was Richard Branson a virgin when he set up Virgin? And weirdly, there's not actually any articles on that. They're, okay. they're all just about what a successful billionaire he is. Maybe he called it Virgin because it was his first company. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we can pretty safely say <laughs> he didn't call it Wait, Virgin. How old was he how when he set it, it up? To be fair, he did set up his first business venture at 16. So, so he was pretty young. But I. Even if he was a virgin when he called it virgin, I don't think it's because he was a virgin. Yeah, okay, fine. He's 70 now. He's definitely not a virgin now, no. He's got kids, hasn't he? He's not a virgin now. So, she was no virgin. And we, and we know this of Belinda. Her not eating had turned out to be an astute move, as the local Bish caterers had gotten their sell-by dates wrong. It was obvious the two miscreants were slowly succumbing to the most painful of food poisoning, if not debatable death. Wow, saved by the sandwiches. <laughs> so, Bish had hired some caterers to... <laughs> to stock his getaway to, balloon. And so how often do they replenish it in case well, it's the day for enough, the getaway? Well, clearly see. not enough. Well, no, no, they might replenish it enough, but they've got the labels wrong. Oh, of course, right, sorry, yeah, right. So that's just yeah. an admin error, but... so. It didn't sound catered. It just sounded like it was a load of ham and yeah, cheese. it's a catered affair. Lovely. Belinda inched herself slowly across to the gas bottle where the balloon's controls were situated behind the shitting George. <laughs> she cast her mind back to Hunter Roo, the chap she'd once fucked in the Bahamas, who not only taught her the virtues of a well-lubricated bodyboard, but also took her hot air ballooning. Oh, Hunter. Wow, he sounds like a... <laughs> Romantic Hunter Roo Hottie Flying it was a fairly simple arrangement Fire the gas to go up And don't to go down <laughs> I'd love to know a bit more about the going down <laughs> Can I just say, It's so funny Like A lot of her like previous like boyfriends taught mm. us Didn't one of them teach her how to caravan? Caravanning, yeah so One of them taught her how to hot air balloon She's very cult She's a renaissance woman, really, Belinda she Yeah, I feel like she's skills. used her dalliances to her advantage, hasn't mm. she? She just lives a great life, really I mean, not And this currently, sounds but, awful, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So you fire the gas to go up And you don't to go down 
So she didn't. (laughs) Belinda was going down. So she switched off the gas supply. Yes. Well, I'm surprised there's any left after three days. (laughs) Belinda searched the now two unconscious future jailbirds and deprived them of their knives, cell phones and dignity. Stripping them both to their bare skins, she threw overboard their blood-soaked spooner garments. Unnecessary. Why would you do that? Maybe out of respect? I don't know. Respect? For them? Or for spooner? spooner. I was like, okay. Belinda had expected George's penis to be the identical twin of Tony's. But brothers didn't wash that way, because George was big. No, huge. Wait, massive in the trunk department. It had to explain his evil confidence. So what we're supposed to assume if you ever meet anybody who's got bad energy or they're kind of evil, massive, schlong. Well, Belinda had lived long enough to know that the bigger the cock, the bigger the cock. Oh, very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Little little rule of thumb for you there. (laughs) Bigger the cock, the bigger the cock. On the other tit, she pitied the skeletal sack of bish. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Just like hunched... Probably covered in, what was it? Chunder spew foam and whatever it was. He looked like Gollum of the Shire yeah. without his nice smile. Nice smile? <laughs> oh, I guess when Gollum's nice, when he's Smeagol, he's got quite a nice smile. Has he? I, I think he's quite he's menacing. Smile. It's, quite, it's quite, yeah, creepy, I'd yeah. say. Um, scary. Bish is, like, Bish is definitely giving Gollum vibes. Dobby mm-hmm. from Harry Potter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Who else are like? Any goblins, really. <laughs> Any goblins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen gremlins or gremliny? (laughs) Belinda gazed at the matching tattoo on his human rind and began to weep water. What could it ever mean? What what did it mean when she got it? (laughs) Because she didn't just go do whatever you want, did she? Oh, I'll have page four, whatever's on there. (laughs) Unless Bish had been to the same tattoo parlour and they took a picture and it was on the wall. She was like, oh, that's nice. I'll have that. (laughs) Three Bs. Yeah, lovely. What could it ever mean? She demanded to know. But she was just as stumped as herself. She pointed her beautiful signet ring at it and snapped a photo. Shut up. She's got a signet ring with a camera in. Is I that... used to have a ring with a watch on it. Oh, yeah. Remember those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what? It had a kind of... It, it was a watch, but it was a ring. I've never heard of that. It's a very small face. Very small very face. Very small face. Yeah, that's part of the... Sp- For young eyes. part of the charm. <laughs> <laughs> mood rings. Do you ever have a oh, mood ring? Oh, I yeah. wanted him after I saw my girl. I wanted a mood ring so bad. I, I had one. I was perpetually sad. Like every time <laughs> I checked it, it was like dark black, dark black. Is that thing? Um, yeah, I was always miserable. You had a mood ring. <laughs> I mean, for a brief period. Oh my god, that's a, that's a look, isn't it? It is. It's bold. I, I once had a braid. You know those like colourful braids you can get on holiday. Mm. I do. I had one of those once. That's appropriation. I, I had, had a, a yin yang uh, necklace. At oh one my point. god, yin yang and braids. <laughs> Well, you'd be cancelled, James. No, but they were all like the things you bought, all like the tat you bought on holiday at that time. Wow, now it's tat. Um, How quickly he turns, look at that. Where did you go on holiday to, though? Like Dorset? (laughs) No, like Tenerife and like Greek islands and things like that. And they had all these like touristy... I mean, again, it's. I mean, it's a bit like Jamie's revelations. You were jet-setting at a young age, weren't you? Oh, we used to go to all the... um, (laughs) For some reason, I was like 10 our parents would take us to like the party cities in like so Cyprus we went to Ayanapa <laughs> Corfu we went to Kavos <laughs> does your mum love a rave no and she'd complain about how noisy the hotels ones I'd be like mum we're literally in the like party town oh god it was awful awful holidays but they always insisted where else do we go but lovely jewellery and that's what's important beautiful I think, from that story. accessories yeah 
So she pointed her ring at this and snapped a photo. As the negative printed from the band of gold look metal, she pushed the gas lever to fire and jumped out of the balloon basket. Belinda blinked. And that's the end of the chapter. (gasps) Jesus, so she threw the clothes overboard she's set the balloon off up into the sky and she's jumped out god knows how high up she is well she made it go down if you remember no no she, she didn't because you can't the only way the only no, thing she you switched did... off the gas to make it go down a bit no right. you can't you, if you if you refer back you can't make it go down <laughs> you can only make it go up right okay so, <laughs> so she just jumped her death but what are you suggesting she took it right to the ground like what Six feet's probably as safe as you can be yeah. before yeah. to jump out. And then she sets it straight back off in the air again. <laughs> How? Because you have to be in it. Yeah, it's not a car. It's not like... It's yeah, like... I mean, I don't know. I've never been holidaying with Hunter Roo, so I wouldn't know. So, a lot of promotions. So a lot yeah. changed within the company structure at Steel's. Yeah, absolutely. Belinda's now free of Bish if she hasn't broken her legs. So we, that's good. But we don't know if they're dead. No, but they're very ill and naked. Yeah, and I'm she's not. taken a picture of the tattoo, so she's clearly wanting answers there. Which she's don't got it need on herself. A, yeah, she doesn't need the picture, of course, because she has it. <laughs> yeah. They're identical tattoos, so that was a waste of time. And who gave her the ring? We who presume gave the Spooner. Ring? That no. may never be answered, Alice. Yeah, I wouldn't I... worry too much about that. <laughs> well, 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 well. Here we are. What's it like to be back, guys? <laughs> Regretting it yet? Confusing. It's it's hard to know where we're going to go from here, like where yeah. the story's going to take us now. So Belinda's still in Australia, presumed dead. Well, actually, the balloon's been in the air for nearly three days, so where could we have got to? <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I bet you think we've flown. <laughs> I bet we're somewhere in Europe, as far as Rocky's concerned. He thinks that a balloon travels at the same speed as an aeroplane, doesn't he? <laughs> She's going to drop down and land like in the chimney of the safe house, and just <laughs> and somebody's going to be like, "What's the racket?" And she'll be like, "Hi guys, I'm back." <laughs> um, so come back next week because we will be reading chapter two. Do you want to know the title? Oh, we used to do that, didn't we? Yeah, to share the title. Yeah, give us the title. A little preview. Mm. Chapter two is called "The Flying Doctor." Ooh, oh, no idea what that's about. Do hmm. we know any doctor? Oh, Dr. Robbins. Um, Robbins, yeah. Dr. Sturd. Oh, yeah, Dr. Sturd. <laughs> oh, now he's interested. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's go back next Monday. Porno Day is back once more. Yes, and we I don't think we said this before, but you can follow or subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode. You'll get an alert as soon as it's out yeah and it helps us out and you can write a little review um, mm-hmm. for some reason we only accept five star ones so. oh yeah yeah, you can only click the five star yeah, button so absolutely. unfortunately <laughs> that's the only function available um, but yeah we never ask for that so thank you if you take the time to do that absolutely you can find us on social media as well it's at dadwrotaporno on twitter uh, it's my dadwrota on instagram and it's some variation of that on the other ones <laughs> <laughs> you can email us too at mydadwrotaporno at gmail.com we should probably mention as well the tour oh yes of course oh yeah the long postponed to, I mean Belinda will be 45 by the time we get back on the road but yes we are coming back do not worry yes we, we've pushed the tour into 2022 and we're keeping everything crossed that it'll be okay um, a lot of dates have sold out but there are some tickets still available so if you just go to the website mydadwrittaporno.com forward slash live and also people might not be able to make the new date so there probably will be tickets in most places so do please check in your area and she'll be like one of those basics won't she where she's like still 30 oh still 21 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I hope you've had a good listening party, however you've been doing it. Yes, We're back in the groove now. I know, this is fun. Send us your listening party pictures or what you've been up to. We'd love to see it. So, uh, see you next day. Gross. Porno's back, basically. Sorry, that'll be the cookies. (laughs) 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.